Hello, welcome to Happy Food, where it's not just about the food, it's about the soul. I'm your host, Lizzie. You can find me on Instagram at NotSoLazyLizzie, L-I-Z-Z-I-E, NotSoLazyLizzie on Instagram. That is the only social media you can find me on. Um, thanks for tuning in today. Again, this podcast is called Happy Food. It is about anti-diet culture, intuitive eating, and whatever else I feel like. I hope the audio sounds okay today. Um, my sweet, sweet daughter has taken my other recording uh, microphone, and I cannot find it anywhere. So I hope this doesn't sound too weird. I'm sure it's fine. Um, but I have looked high and low, and I've decided I'm done looking. I want to record this so it is done and ready to go. I am pre-recording this, so... I recorded this a few days before you guys will hear it, um, because this will come out the day before Christmas, Christmas Eve, and I'm so excited for the holidays, and I just have this inkling that if I try to wait to record until Tuesday, it just won't happen. Um, So that is so beside the point. I actually just thought of this topic. It just came to me out of nowhere, and I have a couple, you know, I kind of have a running list going of different things that I want to talk about, different things I plan to talk about, um, so this wasn't originally going to be this week's episode, but I just decided I think that it's an interesting topic. I don't have any notes, I just, I just started recording, so we will see where this goes, um, and yeah, without further ado, I'm not going to give the exact, like, today's topic is, because I'm not exactly sure what to call it yet. So we'll just see where this leads me. So when I woke up today, I was, I was picking out what I was going to wear. And whenever I get a new article of clothing, I pretty much wear it every day for like a week. It's just how I am. Um, I'm really, I really love sweatshirts and I love long sleeve shirts. Like I love oversized, like long sleeve shirts and sweatshirts. And I, went to pull one of my shirts out of the dryer that I got on my trip to Oklahoma. It's like a long sleeve. It's just from this coffee company there. And it's, it's pretty oversized on me. It's like, doesn't look like abnormally oversized, but it's a little bit bigger. And I am in love with it. I'm just absolutely in love with it. I want to wear it every time it's clean. It's cozy. It's soft. And I'm in love with it. But I had this thought. I was just kind of standing in the mirror and I was like, Lizzie, why is it that you're in a place where I, I feel really comfortable in my body? I feel comfortable with the size that I'm at. I feel comfortable with how my body looks. Why do I still gravitate so strongly to oversized tops? I don't like form-fitting tops. And I used to. I did have a smaller body when I liked form-fitting tops. But but even then, I mean, I never thought that I had like a small torso or whatever. I never was like, yeah, like I, I should be wearing slim. I don't know how to explain that. I should be wearing like tight clothing or I should be showing this off. I know I didn't really have those thoughts per se. Um, so I I was kind of like, is this shift to oversized clothing because I'm in a bigger body or because I'm a little bit older And, you know, I'm a stay-at-home mom, so I really only wear sports bras now. Like, I don't even wear real bras. And I was kind of trying to suss out, like, why is that? And I was kind of asking this question to myself of, like, 
Are you attracted to oversized clothing because you want to hide what you look like? Is there some deep-rooted insecurity there that worries about wearing form-fitting clothing? And I just thought, I thought that was an interesting conversation because I'm probably not the only one who has had thoughts like that. And I don't have an answer. So that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today is just walking through those thoughts of, you know, is that bad? Is it bad to want to wear oversized clothing or does that mean that I'm trying to hide my body? I don't know. I think it's complicated and I don't really have an answer, to be honest. I think the first real kind of line of thinking that comes to my mind is, no, I don't think it's bad that I prefer wearing oversized shirts and sweatshirts. They make me feel good. They make me feel cozy. They make me feel comfortable. I don't feel restricted when I'm dealing with my children. I just feel good. And I think sometimes when I'm wearing more tight fit clothing, and like I wear yoga pants or I don't even know. Do we still call them yoga pants? Leggings, whatever. I wear those basically every day of my life. And those are really tight and form-fitting. And that doesn't bother me at all. I love them. That's my preferred. I don't really like baggy pants unless I'm wearing sweatpants in the evening. It's like my extra, extra relaxation wear. Um, Because, you know, after a long day of wearing yoga pants, you just, you need sweatpants because you've just, (laughs) yoga pants are my jeans, basically. Um, so at the end of the day, I need sweatpants. That's so silly. Whatever. I digress. But on the top, when I wear like super tight clothing, when I wear super restrictive clothing, I feel like I'm suffocating. And if I really do look back, I've never really been one to wear tight tops. As I'm talking, this topic seems so irrelevant and stupid, but we're like this far in, so I'm, I'm going to see it through. (laughs) But I feel like the really the only time I ever wore tight tops was when I would, in college, when I would kind of go out on the weekends with my friends. That's when I kind of would wear crop tops here and there or tighter clothing. And now I'm like, I don't think it's an age thing. I don't know, but I feel compelled to be like, now that I'm at an age where I'm just a little bit older, like I don't want to show off my cleavage. And that's not because I don't, I don't need, I don't know. I just don't like I'm like, I got to put them away. Um, I honestly think it's because I don't put like the time and effort into myself. And I don't think that's a bad thing, but I also don't think it's a good thing. Like I had this huge, oh my gosh, I know exactly what I'm going to call this episode. Buy clothes that fit. God damn it. Um, that is, this is the most ridiculous episode. Merry freaking Christmas. This is so hilarious to me. Um, I had a friend and maybe I already did an episode on this. I'm going to have to look. I had a friend who she really encouraged me, especially throughout this year. Like I talked about last week, I've gained 30, 40 pounds in less than a year, you know, and that's, uh, I needed new clothes. I don't have clothes that fit. I do now, but I didn't. Um, and I like felt so crummy about myself because none of my clothes fit. And this dear friend to me was like, Lizzie, I have the solution and it's going to blow your mind. (laughs) And she said, go buy some clothes that fit. And obviously that's, that's a privileged thing to say, right? Like not everybody can afford to just go out and buy new clothes. I get that. Um, and obviously she was not suggesting buy a whole new wardrobe, but go buy a pair of pants that fit you and buy a shirt that fits you. 
whatever that means. If that means it's a little too big, if that means it fits just right, whatever. Go buy clothes that fit. And you know what? She was right. It freaking blew my mind because it's so simple and so obvious. But again, there's kind of this pride thing of like, if I go buy bigger clothes, I'm saying it's okay to stay this size, right? And I have this, I, I had this fear of like, if I go buy that size, I'm giving myself permission to be that size. And yeah, I am. And because it, it's okay to be whatever size you are. And you deserve to buy clothes that fit. You deserve to be comfortable in your clothes. And so I guess for me, that means, yeah, I like to buy shirts and sweatshirts with a little bit of room in them. Because I don't want to feel like my clothes are too small. Because then I don't feel okay about the space that I'm taking up. And that's kind of a big, that's a big topic in and of itself. Like, in this society, I think so much of society is fat phobic by nature, right? Look at airplane seats. Airplanes are fat phobic. They are. Like, they just are. Point blank, period. I am a normal sized person. Like, I am, like, I fit in every chair I sit in. Every, like, it, I don't have an issue fitting places. When I tell you I felt 80 times too big to be in that airplane seat, I'm not kidding. So I can't imagine somebody in a bigger body than me or a taller body than me sitting in an airplane seat and not feeling some sense of shame or guilt that they might be taking up too much space, which it's this whole thing. And I think that intersects with being a woman and and just a way that we're taught to, you know, be quiet or be docile or not to take up space. And I think that's a part of diet culture as well or thin culture that like you want to take up as little space as possible and wearing clothing that is too snug on me makes me self-conscious of the space that I'm taking up and I don't need to feel that way because I deserve to take up however much amount of space that my body takes up that's not a bad thing that's not a shameful thing that is not a place to feel guilt like wear clothes that fit take up the space that you need Wear the clothes that make you feel good about yourself. And if it makes me feel good to wear, you know, extra large, double extra large, whatever, instead of just the size that like fits me exactly, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I don't think there's anything wrong with the fact that I don't feel like highlighting my stomach. Because you know what? It's still a work in progress. My relationship with my stomach, and I have a picture I think on my Instagram of the stretch marks that I've acquired this year. And when I, oh my gosh, I'm just rambling, but here we go. When I was in middle school, I started to get stretch marks on my legs because I was going through puberty, but nobody told me that I was going through puberty. So I didn't know what was happening. And I was in the locker room changing and this girl, she wasn't trying to be rude. She just was like, what's on your legs? And I was like, oh my God, my cat scratched me. First of all, I didn't have a cat. Second of all, stretch marks don't look like cat scratches. And they were like, okay. Like, I don't know if anyone believed me. I don't remember any more of the story. But I was so embarrassed. I would cry in the dressing rooms because juniors, the junior section girls' jeans, they didn't fit me because I had hips and I had thighs. And 
it was just a mess. And I am so lucky that my mom was so supportive and so loving. I mean, she bought me cream because I wanted them to go away. So she was trying to help me fade the color because she wanted me to feel better. She encouraged me that my body was beautiful and it was okay. We're going to find clothes that fit. It's not a big deal. She never made me feel like I was wrong or messed up or that I was that something was wrong with me because I was just becoming a woman. Like I was growing up. I was growing hips. Like that's just the name of the game. And she took me to the petite section and we found clothes that fit. And I still fed, felt this sense of like, I'm wearing old lady clothes. I wasn't, uh, I was wearing perfectly normal clothes, but I felt like since I wasn't shopping, like in the junior section that I was somehow wrong and that I was like, um, not broken, but like, what's that word? Oh my gosh, it's going to bother me. Uh, defective. I was defective or whatever. And that was such a terrible feeling. And where am I going with this now? That Yeah, so that happened. So I've had this like long relationship with these issues. And so now I have these stretch marks on my stomach and they don't inherently bother me, but I think subconsciously I'm still... I'm still learning to give a lot of grace, a lot of grace. That word came out weird. I'm, Jesus Christ. I'm learning to give grace to my stomach and allow it to be the size that it is without seeing it as a negative thing. And I think that that is a really, and this might sound like foo-foo-y, but I think that's a really intimate experience with yourself to become comfortable in a body that might not be completely societally acceptable Um, and which is weird because like most of society is just like average looking humans. Most of us aren't like the thin spos, um, or the fit spos or all those awful, awful tags on Instagram. And so it's odd that we feel so pressured to be those things when the majority of us are not those things and never will be, but it's an intimate experience to, Accept every curve, every ounce of your skin and your body head to toe as it changes. And we're not airbrushed when we look in the mirror. There's no filter when you look in the mirror. And the angle that you're seeing your body at, well, it's not always the most flattering. I'll tell you that. But it's okay. And it's okay to not flaunt it to the world if you're not ready. You don't have to. You're allowed to do the things that make you feel comfortable and happy and that further your progress in accepting and loving yourself. And, you know, I I, I don't want to preach too hard about, like, you need to love yourself. I think it's important. I think it's a great goal. But I think the first step is accepting yourself and accepting that you don't have to be the things that society or diet culture are telling you that you need to be. Like, you're enough. Whatever size of clothing you need to buy – that's good. That's okay. Take up the space that you need. Live in the body that you have. And at the end of the day, like we only get one opportunity at this entire life. Like we get one chance to do this life. I, and I'm so happy. I'm starting to learn these lessons really young comparatively to, to some people who, who sadly haven't gotten to learn the lessons this young about diet culture and the diet industry, because life is too short Like for me personally, my life is way too short to not put a swimsuit on and go swimming with my kids because I'm embarrassed of what I look like. My kids don't give a fuck what I look like. They just care if I'm in the pool with them having fun. And 
that's what I continually want to remind myself is now I'm an example for my kids. I am leading them in their relationship with their bodies and, and with food. And I don't ever want to be the reason that they experience insecurity or feel less than for their bodies or their food choices because society does enough of that. And in fact, personally, I feel it my responsibility as a parent to work even harder on the flip side to fight against the diet culture in the age of social media that my kids are growing up in. And all that to say that this is hard. It is really hard. And it's so funny that all of these thoughts were kind of triggered for me by wondering why I want to wear oversized clothing. And so I think it's really important to allow those little thoughts to enter your mind and to enter your head because they might lead you to some really interesting realizations about your own life. I think, you know, self-reflection is really valuable and really important. And yeah. (laughs) The other thing that I kind of briefly want to talk about is something else that I have struggled with and I think is getting better, I kind of realized, and I think this is a combination of things, um, as a stay-at-home parent and somebody who already doesn't invest a ton into um, my appearance, unless I'm like going to something, uh, but day-to-day, I don't, I don't wear makeup every day, I don't do my hair every day, I really only shower every other day unless I'm like have been really sweaty. This new medication I'm on makes me sweat more, so I have definitely been showering more. Um, That's TMI, whatever. But I kind of realized I was subconsciously telling myself as I was gaining weight and in a bigger body, like, that I, I didn't deserve to be fashionable, if that makes sense. Or, like, didn't didn't realize you can be fashionable. That sounds so ignorant. And I would never say that about another person. But the things that we project onto ourselves are often much worse and much uh, more judgmental than what we feel about other people. So it really took me making an effort to, like, look at... So, like, this Instagram tag, if you just put in, like, hashtag plus size. Um, and not not in, like, a fetishizing way or anything like that. Um but just to see, like, how do people dress themselves in a bigger body? And to see beautiful, amazing people who happen to live in a bigger body and are so fashionable and wear every kind of fashion, crop tops, mini dresses, sweaters, jeans, dress, just everything. People just dressing their beautiful bodies. And it kind of took that for me to be like, Jesus Christ, I have no excuse. Not that I... Not that I need to be fashionable every day, but I have no excuse and I have no, there's no validity to saying I don't deserve to dress myself in nice clothing or expensive clothing if, uh, you know, I've saved up or, or, or I have the money to buy it uh, because I'm in a bigger body. I think it's another one of those things that we trick ourselves into thinking we have to earn and you don't have to earn I mean, you have to earn the money for nice clothing, but you don't have to earn the right to dress yourself nicely no matter what body size you're at. And I just think that's important and I think it matters because I think it's so easy to see, you know, the thin models or the magazines or the mannequins and be like, that's great on them, but that would never look right on me. That would never look cute on me. But the reality is, is when you buy the size it fits and you buy something that works with the shape of your body which can take a little education and a little research. 
Um, like I still, I know, like I have an, is it an hourglass where it kind of like goes in and out? Like a, I have a thinner, smaller waist to hip ratio, if that makes sense. So there are certain clothing that's going to look more flattering on that body type than a, than a pear shaped body type or whatever. Um, so just knowing what clothing is probably going to look good on your body type and investing in, you know, a few fashion pieces that make you feel really good about yourself. Like I have a pair of jeans that just makes me feel really good. I have this dress that makes me feel really good about myself. And that's not to say that you need external things to make you feel good, but fuck, like sometimes you just want to feel fire and you want a fire outfit and that's okay. And so I've had to really encourage and push myself to stop pushing this, to stop pushing and to stop believing this narrative that because I am not at my quote goal weight, I'm not allowed to dress nice. Um, Again, it's not like I dress nice anyway, but just that even that negative thinking, even that like imaginary boundary I had set for myself isn't healthy and it's not helping my road to intuitive eating. And I'm talking about it now like it's a really big issue, but this really is something that I've really improved upon in the last four to five months. Um, And again, it's just this daily, these small thoughts, these small conversations with myself of kind of going through like analyzing why am I thinking that thought and what does that mean? Um, and when, when do I, when I go to a store, do I look at something and immediately think, oh, I could never pull that off. I could never wear that. Okay. If that's what I'm thinking about every article of clothing, like, first of all, that's not real because people wear clothes, so they work for people. And also like, how would I know if it doesn't work for me unless I've tried it on? Like, it's not fair to say just because I'm not the size of the mannequin that the clothes aren't going to look good on me. That's not a fair projection to put on myself. And so the more that I look at people in bigger bodies and look at their fashion and just them taking care of themselves, like it's society's just crazy. The way that like it, it may not like blatantly say like you're too big to wear that, but like society tells us that. So that's something I personally want to get away from. That's something I'm really working on, especially as we go into the new year and especially next summer. That's when I'm kind of, that's when I really get in my head because, um, I don't like wearing shorts. I just, I'm not a fan. They're uncomfortable. Like I chafe, they, my legs rub together. So I really don't. Um, but it's just kind of always a thing of like, you're just showing more skin and finding a comfort level with that. So I'll be interested to see what my clothing choice is like and where my intuitive eating journey is then. Um, but this is, this is a, this is a lifelong learning experience. This takes time. It's not overnight. You don't just fall in love with your body overnight. Um, and it takes a lot of work. It takes choosing it. It takes choosing to allow those really negative thoughts to come in and then to reject them and to say, you know what? I hear you. And I hear that, you know, like, for example, this might be a conversation I have with myself. Lizzie, I know that you're feeling really uncomfortable with your body. I understand that. And this is really hard. And you are really feeling like you wish that you were in a smaller body today. But that's not where we're at. And that's not something that we have to make a big priority or not in our life. And maybe I'll list some other positive things. And I'll kind of take the power away from what 
and and I think I said this before, when we are craving a smaller body, I think oftentimes what we're really craving is the societal acceptance that we think we're going to receive uh, from that smaller body. And I think, and that's really true for me. I, my friend showed me that. It was like this quote, and I don't have it. As always, I don't have the source of the quote. Um, someday I'll be better about that. But I don't, I don't plan these things. Um, but basically that, that is something I really experience is whenever I'm like, I wish I was like, I wish I was skinny today. I think what I'm really saying is I don't want to get rejected today. And, and I think I'll be rejected because of my body or, or whatever. Um, so exploring that thought, letting those thoughts in and, and gently pushing them right back out and saying, you know what? That's fine that you stopped by, but you are not staying overnight. You are, you do not have a guest pass in this house. Um, and it's not easy. It's hard. But it is what it is. So that's really all I have. I hope you have a merry, merry Christmas. If that's something you hol- you holiday, if that's something you celebrate, um, if you celebrate the solstice, I hope it was wonderful for you. I'm very excited. That's the 21st, right? Yeah, right? The solstice is on the 21st. Correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe it's the 22nd. Okay, I, I just paused the recording and looked it up. It's the 21st. I hope you had a wonderful solstice. If that's something you celebrate, all of the other winter holidays happening, whatever you're celebrating, I hope it's wonderful. I hope you have time with your family, with your partner, with your friends, with your animals, with your babies, with your trees, and if you do presents, and whatever else you do. And I hope you drink hot cocoa, and I'm just rambling silly now, but I hope you have a wonderful week, and I will see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in to Happy Food. Bye.